0: We are not here to do things perfectly, but we are here to learn from each other and to grow with lots of self-love and compassion along the way. Let's get started. Hey there, welcome back to the Room to Grow podcast. And today I want to talk a little bit about entrepreneurship and running an online business in this weird digital age that we're in. (laughs) It's pretty amazing, but it can also have some nuances that are fairly new, right? We we don't we haven't had this type of option ever before in history. So, we're still learning about it and it's really fascinating and what is one of the biggest factors that stands out for me is the loneliness factor that can come with it. And it's not something that I was expecting when I started an online business. I I'm a huge introvert as anyone who has been listening to this podcast for a while knows and I kind of thought that it was my ideal. Like, yeah, get out of the corporate world. Don't talk to people. I can just sit at my desk, get home by myself and do my own thing. And you know what, it's great. There are so many incredible benefits. I cannot say enough great things about it. The freedom that comes with it, um, You know, being able to to do my own thing, all of these things. There's so many benefits, but there is a really significant downfall. And one of those downfalls is loneliness. Because for one thing, there's a lot of research to support that entrepreneurship can be very stressful um, and stressful in kind of a negative way. It can it can have some negative effects. It depends on what you do with it, of course. I've talked about that on the podcast before, too, but it does indicate this research that there's a unique set of stressors that can come with entrepreneurship and it can often feel pretty isolating. It's, it's not what we usually talk about or discuss when it comes to starting an online business, right? Usually we just have this vision in our heads of hopping on Instagram, you know, laying poolside, not having a boss to answer to, like keep whatever hours we want. (laughs) And yeah, all of those things can be true some days, but it doesn't mean that that's how it always looks. And we have to take a little bit of a closer look at this and figure out why we feel so disconnected and isolated. And this has really been a theme that I've touched on a lot in the podcast. I have uh, upcoming episodes that are going to discuss this a little bit as well. But a lot of times I'm starting to realize that loneliness sort of defines the journey of entrepreneurship because you are, you're, you're literally choosing to solve a problem for somebody in a unique way that no one else has, has done exactly the way that you do all from an idea that was born in your head. And it makes things very personal, especially when we have personal brands, right? And it what, what always makes me laugh is trying to explain to people what I do. And I've heard so many other people in the online space say the same thing, that it's, it's kind of both hilarious and can be a little bit frustrating sometimes trying to, trying to explain to people what it is that we do. And, you know, how is it that somebody on the other side of the world pay us for a service that we deliver all via the internet and we've never even met them in person it is bizarre when we think about it that way right especially because this is all actually relatively new to us as humans so it's kind of fascinating and the problem with it though is that then when people you know are trying to figure it out sometimes it can just feel really awkward and i sort of side i'm totally guilty of this kind of sidestepping the conversation i'll give you know, one or two sentence response. And then I sort of flip the conversation around to ask them something about themselves instead or just change topics somehow because it, it just, it feels awkward. So rather than work through the awkwardness and (laughs) try and come up with a better answer, sometimes I just kind of avoid the entire conversation because it can just kind of feel exhausting sometimes to try and explain. And a lot of times people still aren't really going to understand it exactly. I mean, part of the other problem with entrepreneurship is that, again, a lot of us are guilty of this, letting, letting our work seep into our personal lives to an arguably unhealthy level sometimes, especially because it's online based, right? And we have these little computers tucked in our pockets all the time. Uh, Even if we're stepping away from, you know, your actual laptop or something, we always have our phones. There's always... Things available to us and different ways that we can connect or, you know, send one last email or one last post or I just have to make a note about this one thing, this one idea I just had and it can be exhausting and then that just continues to isolate us from the people that we're with because, you know, if we're out to dinner or something or if we're out on a walk with a loved one and we pull out our phones again to just do that one last thing, it's taking us away from the people that we're with. So even if you're already lonely, we're just perpetuating that loneliness, that loneliness even more when we're kind of purposely disconnecting, even when we are with people, and trying to connect with people. It's it's tough, and all of the responsibility lands on your shoulders as the entrepreneur. All of the responsibility is on you, even if you have other people supporting you, even if you um, you know have a team or something like that. It's still going to, at the end of the day, be all on you. And that's a lot. That, that's a lot to handle. And that can, again, just that alone can make you feel very isolated. So I wanted to give you a few different ways to kind of offset some of this loneliness and to start reconnecting a little bit. Number one is to, re- is to connect with like-minded individuals online. So they're seriously never been as many options as there are right now. There's Facebook groups, there's forums, there's um, you know, masterminding that you can do. And I'm gonna get into more into that in a second. Uh, there's, you know, digital meetups. There are all kinds of if you go to something like Eventbrite, you can look up in-person meetups as well, but you know, you're using the online space to figure it out. So many different options. And if you don't find something that particularly appeals to you, you can always kind of start your own group too. Because if you're having a particular thought Um, or feeling really disconnected or lonely or something like that. You, you can be the one to initiate that. You can share a little bit about uh, something that you're feeling a little bit vulnerable about if you're comfortable with it. And I guarantee you that there are other people who are feeling similarly and would love to connect and, you know, just talk about it because really that's what it's all about. And that is what is going to bring that connection. That little bit of vulnerability is actually going to build a huge amount Towards connection as well, but just being able to connect, know that you aren't alone. How reassuring is that, right? When when we when when somebody tells us something about how how they feel about something or whatever, it's this huge sense of relief when somebody tells us something that we've been feeling but we haven't even really spoken out loud, and it's like, oh my god, I'm not the only one. How many times have you said that? I've said that so many times. I'm not the only one. It, we, we need this reassurance that we aren't alone even for like the smallest little things It just helps us to feel more connected and grounded So connecting with like-minded individuals it, online if, if you know You can't make it out of the house or whatever is going to be a great great option for you The second part of that is attending in-person events so kind of like I mentioned before you know You can go in something like Eventbrite and check out different options in your area um, I also really love actually purchasing tickets or something to you know a little bit bigger event, and, and you can put it in your calendar and look forward to it for a few months or something too. This I I hate the term networking, <laughs> I hate it. It makes me cringe. It has always made me feel a little bit ill. Um, <laughs> but honestly, when you when you break down what networking is, it's just about connecting with other people. That's all it is. It might sound like a scary word, at least to me but it doesn't have to feel so quite so scary. It's just having a conversation with, with somebody or a various number of people. And there's nothing that builds those kinds of powerful relationships, like an in-person event and like an in-person connection. There is nothing will ever replace that no matter how, digital we go, no matter how much the internet takes over the world, nothing will ever replace that in-person connection. I just came back from an event in LA and I got to connect with some amazing humans that I would not have connected with online. Like, yeah, I would have you know, liked their posts or whatever, but when you're in person, you get a different type of response. You get to really know the person. You get to have an actual conversation, not just throwing back and forth Instagram DMs. Don't get me wrong. I've also built some pretty awesome friendships in the Instagram DMs too, but it's, it doesn't have to always be digital. We can take shit offline and that is where the true connection is going to be built. I always leave these in-person events with a few new friends, sort of a fresh perspective, this renewed sense of purpose. And I got to tell you, there's a lot of people that don't go to in-person events for various reasons. It could be financial, totally get it. Um, could be because of the fear of the word networking and just feeling kind of shy. And in those types of events, I get all of that. And I have, I have experienced that and felt that same way about all of it. But I, I actually sometimes almost force myself to go to these types of events because I always end up leaving better than I came in always without fail. So I really highly recommend doing an in-person event. Find something that is related to a field that you're interested in. Um, it, but it also doesn't have to be kind of more work-related either. It can be something just kind of fun, like a cool hobby that you have. And there's like a meetup or something about that. It's, there's so many different options. Number three is masterminding and joining some type of mastermind. Now this doesn't have to sound quite, this doesn't have to be quite as intimidating as it might sound. Um, but there is, there is something to be said about paying to play. So whether you're, you know, purchasing a ticket for an event or something like that, that's great. Um, but you can also, and if you're not really familiar with what a mastermind is, it's, I feel like the term is getting thrown around a lot because they're becoming a lot more popular, but there's a reason why they're becoming a lot more popular because it forces you to level up. You're in amongst a group of other people who are doing really cool things and it's almost, there's almost a sense of competition, but in a healthy way not, not in a, not in a pushy way or anything like that. It's, you're just helping each other level up. Oh, you know, like Julie's doing this super cool thing over there. It's making me want to try a new project as well. And then the other great part about a mastermind is that they can help you to iron out some ideas. They're going to challenge you as well. So if you come up with a particular idea, bring it to the group and the group is going to ask, you know, why are you doing this? Why, why do you think that this is the best fit for your people? They're going to ask really important questions that can end up meaning the difference between you succeeding or failing with whatever this new project is. And it's a really great way to learn, to learn and to grow as a person and as a business owner. There's so many awesome benefits from it, but most of all the people that I have met through like masterminds and coaching groups and stuff that I have, paid to participate in. I, I, I have made lifelong friendships from some of those because the connection is so powerful and it's also a very safe space to be very vulnerable too, to really open up and say, you know what, this is something I'm really struggling with again, whether it's a personal or a professional matter, because this is the thing as online entrepreneurs with personal brands is that whatever's happening in our personal life, it, it, it is probably going to have at least some sort of impact on your professional life too. Not necessarily in a negative way. And there are, of course, always ways to manage it. It could be something really positive too. But it is more interconnected than, for example, something in the corporate world. It's, it's just a different way of running things. Right now, I'm actually part of two different paid coaching groups. And I also have a bit of a a bit of a peer mastermind with, uh, a couple different girlfriends who are also in the online space and we really challenge each other. And honestly, I, I cannot speak enough to the benefits of this. I've been in multiple paid coaching groups over the last couple of years, kind of slash masterminds. Um, and I'm in two different ones right now, both for different things, but they both work really well together to kind of help me build my brand. Um, and I, I love it. I I cannot say enough great things about making that investment in yourself. And when you make that investment in yourself, you're also opening the door to all kinds of connections that you wouldn't otherwise have access to. And those connections can help you build your business. They can help you to just feel more connected and less lonely. They can help you to feel less isolated. They can help you to feel all kinds of different things that are going to help you up level your business at the same time. And just make you a little happier along the way because being isolated and alone isn't a good time. We know this and we're lonelier than we've ever been. All of us, whether you're an entrepreneur or not, most of us are lonelier than than ever before, even though we live in a society that is technically more connected than we've ever been. You can hop on a flight and be on the other side of the world in 15 hours. Or you can, you know, send, send a celebrity an an Instagram DM and get an instant response potentially, probably not likely, but you know what I mean? (laughs) There's, there's so many ways that we can connect, but it's not the same as that true relationship building. So the next one here, number four is co-working spaces. I, I have been to a couple different co-working spaces, but I haven't made full use of them yet, but I'm going to be in the next few months. So I'll certainly keep you updated on, on my experiences, but I think co-working spaces are amazing and they're popping up all over the place. There's more options than ever before as well, because there are more, you know, digital entrepreneurs and stuff. And this is part of the benefit is that then you get to interact with people, but still get your work done and still do your own thing. And it's almost like you can have kind of like a corporate setting, although all the co-working spaces I've been to have been way more fun than than any corporate setting I have experience with. Um, and then you can still get some face time with other human beings. Like, because I'm an introvert, I always just assumed that my ideal would be spending most of my time alone to work. But I, I very quickly realized that human interaction is still very important. So important. Otherwise it's just too isolating. So co-working spaces are a great way to kind of run your own show while still getting to interact with other people and meet new people and all of those different things. And people who use co-working spaces also are probably much more understanding of the unique of the unique demands that come with being a digital entrepreneur. Not that everyone that uses co-working spaces is is in the online space, but a lot of them are. Like I would I would argue, I don't have like factual evidence in front of me, but I think that most of them likely are or at least some facet of their business is online. So they're going to understand that. And the other benefit of this is that sometimes, just in my personal experience, there is also a benefit to changing out of the yoga pants and messy bun into real clothes. And it can actually boost confidence and productivity. At least it has in my own life. So sometimes we need to put on real clothes, walk out the door and go down to work with other human beings (laughs) as opposed to being alone. (laughs) Number five is to limit social media. I know this seems like I'm going the other direction from what I said earlier about, you know, connecting with people online, but that only works to a point. And we, we still have to be very aware of how we're using social media because a lot of times when we feel lonely or isolated, we automatically reach for our phones and out of pure habit, all these, all these shady habits that we've built. We immediately start scrolling Instagram or Facebook or whatever. And and it temporarily gives like this little rush of feeling more connected. But ultimately, it's gonna end up making you feel lonelier than ever. Especially when you're looking at, you know, all these awesome things that other people on your feed are doing, or oh, they took this awesome vacation, or oh look, you just got married, or whatever. And it can end up making you feel even lonelier. So we have to be very careful with social media. There are so many incredible benefits and it has allowed a lot of us to build businesses and, and we'll continue to do so. It's allowed us to meet new people, to connect with people all over the world, but there are boundaries that we need to put in place around that because getting likes or comments online can give the perception of support from others as well. So if you're on the other side of this and you're just relying on social media for sort of that validation, that feeling can be a very empty one because most of us are also still trying to present our best side to social media in the public eye, right? This is kind of just how we do it. We, there is much more of a shift towards more authenticity and a little bit more vulnerability and, and those types of things that can build a little bit more uh, real life connection. But ultimately, a lot of us are still very curated when we're putting things up on our feed. So those likes and comments that people are, are giving, they're not seeing the full picture of what's going on in your life. And a lot of times we might end up not reaching out to people. I, I've mentioned this before on the podcast too, because I'm guilty of this and, and I've seen it happen um, with other people in my own life too, that a lot of times people will see your posts constantly coming up on social media and they're like, Oh, Emily's good. Emily's great but they don't necessarily know what's going on in the background, right? I can tell you, I do not post 100% of my life. Online, that's for sure. And I don't really know anyone who does. There's always other things that are happening behind the scenes. And we never know that unless we actually pick up the phone and call our friends or our family members or whomever. And that is where the real connection is. So be careful with social media, build some boundaries for yourself and take some time away from it once in a while. It's it's just going to give you the necessary time, space, and motivation to connect with people in real life too. So that's really important. The next thing I want to talk about, so number six is to seek help. This is a big one and it's probably the hardest one I'm going to talk about because it's very difficult to even acknowledge that you need help. That's that's by far the hardest part. And then the second hardest part is actually asking for the help. So you can figure out that you need help, but asking for it is potentially even harder. And it's hard because it requires a level of vulnerability that we often try to avoid, even if this is where the best connections are usually forged. So there's all kinds of different help that you can seek. It's going to vary widely depending on who you are as an individual and what you're struggling with. But obviously any kind of mental health professional is going to be a fantastic option, especially if you're dealing with things like depression or anxiety. If you feel just perpetually lonely, that is going to be very, very important, but you don't have to be suffering from one of those things to benefit from seeing a mental health professional. I am all about supporting people to go towards things like counseling, Um, you know, seeing a therapist, anything like that, it can offer you a clarity and an unbiased perspective that is absolutely invaluable. And they can also usually provide you with really specific tools and strategies to build more support into your everyday life, to keep things like loneliness more at bay, to help you feel more connected just every day. So there's so much benefit to seeing a mental health professional. I, I cannot stress the benefits of it enough. But there's other kinds of help too. Maybe you just need to call a friend to vent once in a while, or, you know, uh, set a date with your partner every day to decompress, go for a walk together, reconnect a little bit, Maybe you need to snuggle your pet more. (laughs) There's so many different options. You can, um, maybe set up, you know, a, a call with somebody who's in the industry to vent as well, or to bounce an idea off of that kind of goes back to what I was talking about before with connecting with people online, but sometimes just. Simply saying out loud to someone something that you are struggling with or something that you're excited about, like it doesn't have to be a negative thing. It can be anything. Sometimes just saying it out loud rather than ruminating about it in your head can offer and again, a new perspective that you otherwise wouldn't be able to reach on your own. You know how sometimes you have those, those light bulb moments where you speak something out loud that has been really bothering you or that you've been grappling with or struggling with. And then it's like, the answer comes to you as soon as you say it out loud. You're like, Oh my God, I just need to say it out loud. (laughs) I just need to speak it into existence. And then the answer came to me. So we need to remember that sometimes that we, sometimes we just need to actually say things out loud rather than either keeping it totally tucked in or just typing it out on keyboard. Sometimes we need to actually speak it. So, just to kind of wrap up here, number one, we have connecting with like minded individuals online. Number two, attending in person events. Number three is masterminding slash coaching. Number four is co working spaces. Number five is limiting social media. And number six is to seek help, all kinds of different help. And this is all going to help you to feel more connected and to take away some of the loneliness that can come with everyday life, especially as an entrepreneur in this digital world that we live in. Listen, nobody is, is ever meant to go through life alone. There's a reason why there's that saying about it takes a village. It doesn't just take a village to raise a child. It takes a village to get through life and connection is what we need, not just to survive, but to actually thrive. And being an entrepreneur doesn't have to be synonymous with loneliness. Because part of the joy of being an entrepreneur is that you have the choice to design your own life, as one of my coaches, James Wedmore, always mentions. And the journey would probably be a lot more fun if you opened yourself up to inviting others to share the process with you. And it'll probably be a lot more fun for them, too. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. DM me over uh, on Instagram. Let me know what, what one of these things are that stands out to you the most. Either something that has already made the biggest difference to you in your own life or something that you are planning on trying as well. I'd love to hear uh, more about that. And if you know someone who really needs to hear this, because I think that this is the kind of message that we need to share more, please take a screenshot, share it on social media or send it to them. Um, Let them know privately that this is available. I, I just want to take some of the loneliness out of entrepreneurship because... I just see too many people struggling with this. I have struggled with it. And it's taken a lot of time to get to a different place where I feel more connected. And I I want everyone to be able to experience that. So thank you so much for listening. I'm so, so grateful for you. I'm still always amazed when people show up and listen to this podcast and just listen to me ramble on for however long. So (laughs) I'm so happy that you're here and we'll be back next week. Thanks so much for listening to the room to grow podcast today. All show notes and references can be found over at room to And can you do me one huge favor before you go though? If you can take a, take a screenshot of this episode and tag me on social media, I would absolutely love to see who's listening and get to connect with you. And thank you. And if you could leave a review on iTunes, that would go a long way and make such a huge difference. It really helps to get the word out there, get more amazing guests on the show and helps to get all of this information out to the world. Looking forward to growing with you.